Hello and welcome back to the Cherub Chats podcast. I'm your host, Garden Angel and big sis, Heather Michelle. And today we are doing episode number 17 on how to start shit. This idea actually came about because I have some exciting news that I'll be sharing in the episode, but um, I started kind of getting on a tangent and I figured this would be actually a great episode topic. So we scrapped this week's episode and we'll be moving it to next week which is um about seasonal depression and holiday sadness and how to feel better and get over it um and actually enjoy the holiday season i'm burning a holiday candle and you know part of me is excited for the holiday season and part of me is scared so make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode before we get started with this podcast episode i wanted to go over this week's ask your angels and this week's was kind of juicy first question what do you do when you can't leave he cheated on me and i haven't made him leave i'm 30 and my boyfriend wants to take things more seriously but i can't commit i love living and being alone my boyfriend's mom took nineteen thousand dollars out of his savings account without asking how can i tell him to stop letting his mom run all over him How to deal with people just assuming that you're a slut without even knowing you in the first place. I need advice about confidence. Everybody believes that I'm a weirdo at school. And dealing with toxic family members from your man's side. They're always hating. And as always, we will address those questions and give advice at the very end. So some news is we will be having only three more episodes of the Cherub Chats podcast for this year before we close out season one and season two of cherub chats will be coming to you sometime mid to late january or the first week of february and the reason is because i want to take a little bit more time to plan out the next season because i really want to like set up a whole new vibe a whole new structure i almost want to build this podcast kind of like a show where each season has a plot that I'm trying to push forward with each episode where this season I feel like has been kind of scatterbrained all over the place based on a lot of the things that you guys ask me or things that have been like not heavy on my heart but things that I've wanted to share and things like that but I want to structure season two with a little bit more foresight and a precise end goal Um, and I want each episode to help us build up to that end goal so what that end goal is i'm not quite sure please let me know over on instagram dm me um what are some things like that you want to hear on the next season of the podcast what are some like greater themes that you want to talk about um i feel like maybe each month could be a separate like plot or the whole season could be a plot i don't know i'm obviously still working through this and i feel like i'm really grateful that you guys have responded super well to this podcast even though i literally did zero planning um thought through it very minimally i thought i want to do a podcast and i thought i wanted to do a podcast for a minute I just never thought deeper about it. I didn't think about the topics or the structure or this at the third. I thought it was as simple as getting a mic and recording, which it kind of is, but I do want to create a really top-notch, good quality product. So I think season two is going to have a little bit more planning in mind. 
Um, so yeah, stay tuned. 2024 season two of Cherub Chats podcast is coming soon. But for the next couple episodes, we're just going to be finishing up the year. Another overhaul project I will be doing is the Cherub Club merch. I want to create something... I have no clue. I just want to create something a little bit more special, um, maybe a little bit more custom that might take a little bit more money and time. So for now, I'm going to be running a little sale. It's um, over on shopcherubclub.com and you can use code BLESSED333 to get 33% off your Cherub Club merch. This will be running for uh, the rest of the week until 11.11 at... 12:59 p.m. uh central standard time so get your hands on the cherub club merch and then on the week after i will be shutting it down for construction basically and i will be trying to rebuild and rebrand the cherub club merch i want to do things with a little bit more foresight i think this upcoming year Again, with this, I kind of th- thought I want to do merch. I designed the Cherub uh, months before I actually launched the merch. I just didn't know what I wanted to do with it. I didn't know if I was allowed to do anything with it. Um, and I think within the matter of a couple weeks, I had the merch figured out and we launched. So, which is, it's very exciting to prove to myself that I am capable of doing things and all you need is an idea. And... I started Cherub Chats literally with the idea that I want to start a podcast. So I started a podcast with little planning, little time, uh, very little investing. And I started learning as I went. But with little planning comes like little mastering. And that's what I really want to do in season two is really like master if not completely, just a little bit more, master the podcasting game and give you guys something like a really high quality product to listen to with an overarching plot. I have gotten a couple questions about like, can you please help me uh, with podcasting tips? Like how do I start? Or like what equipment do you use? Um, How do you edit? How do you get started? Even not just with a podcast, but with social media or whatever venture you are trying to go into I think the answers are all kind of the same so let's start at the very beginning um literally I had just the idea of starting a podcast I remember I told my manager hey I think I should do a podcast people enjoy when I talk um they like my advice and I think this could be something and at first she was like, okay, we're going to have to plan out like 10 episodes. We're going to have to go pitch it to a network. Da, 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 da. I was like, or I could just start. I didn't say that, but I was like, oh, I was just going to get a mic and start talking. Um, which is interesting because I think a lot of people get stuck in this analysis paralysis where you start researching every single possible mic, every single stand. Um, You start thinking about like a setup or a backdrop or what system do I edit on? How do I edit? What's the lighting? What camera should I use? Etc, etc. You get stuck in all the little details that you postpone your starting and then the longer you postpone it feels like the harder it is to get started. 
And so I did the opposite. I just kind of had the idea. I got a mic, a really cheap mic off Amazon. If you go to episode number one, it probably sounds like shit compared to this episode. Um, got a cheap little mic, uh, got some cute little decor from Five Below, set it up, and just started with the vague idea of like, okay, I want this to feel like a conversation between like a big older sister I want to like be some sort of guidance to people because I never had that guidance growing up and I think that's a great idea (laughs) here we are episode number 17 I didn't think we would get here uh when I first started filming episode one I remember when I turned off the microphone I was like shit what else am I going to talk about I almost went like I was a little too confident in myself I think I started I bought you know after the first episode I heard the sound and I was like okay that's not good enough because I'm a little bit of a snob when it comes to podcasting that I listen to so I got a good mic I invested in a mic I got the arm you know I built a little set and then when it came down to topics I was like oh shit what the fuck do I continue talking about like I could talk for days but I don't know what it's gonna be about you know so Although I really enjoy podcasting, it started becoming a little bit of an anxiety for me week after week being like, what am I going to talk about next? Like, I'm running out of topics to talk about. And this is only, you know, season one. And I do want to have this be something that is a long lasting project. I love talking to you guys and I think you guys really react well to this. But anyways, so I think between over planning and under planning, I think I want to be in a good middle and I think as we are approaching a new year a lot of us have a lot of new endeavors and projects that we want to get into and I highly recommend just starting just doing it um, and then mastering it as you go and it's okay if the cadence isn't perfect you know like if you're starting to do social media It's okay to just post your first post as if you're an influencer. And it's okay if, you know, you're not super consistent at first, as long as you eventually get there. But I feel like a lot of the times you learn as you go and you improve as you go. And not everyone can start off with, who's like a really big influencer? You can't start off with like Addison Rae quality posts if you haven't even posted once, you know? And no matter how much analysis paralysis you get of postponing to try to make everything perfect, you're still not going to be quote unquote perfect at the first try. So you might as well just start and, you know, use that passion and that drive and that inspiration to just get started, to just get the wheel going. Have a little trial and error as you go. I definitely did that, (laughs) especially with the mics and the sound and the editing um, and processing and all that. And then as you feel like you've mastered enough of what you could from just going with the flow, I think it's important to take a step back and analyze how you've done, what worked, what didn't work. Maybe take a break and plan out using your experience, using your like statistics to move forward in a way that it's a little bit more productive and a little bit more thought through and a little bit more intentional and that's exactly what I want to do with season two um, and also with the merch 
So I know this, this was a quick little blurb about it, but if you guys have any, oops, if you guys have any dreams, any desires, any new projects, businesses, whatever for the new year, just start. Alrighty, now let's answer our cherubs questions. So first question, what do you do when you can't leave? He cheated on me and I haven't made him leave. I want to say this is hard, but it's really, it's not that difficult. Ultimately, it's like if he cheated, I would, I would leave. I don't, there's a lot of nuances within that though. Like, why can't you leave? Why haven't you made him leave? A lot of the times in relationships, like there's a little bit of financial dependency or maybe there's like judgment that you're scared of or things like that. And I think it's okay to take your time to almost like calculate your exit plan. But I think it's important to realize what your end goal is. Like if you want to make him leave, then have a plan in mind to make that end goal possible. It could probably be awkward to have that conversation, but I think it's one that needs to be had. Let yourself express how you felt after you found out he cheated. Um and be like, this is something that I'm not standing for. You can be sorry. You cannot be sorry. You can swear you're never going to do it again, or you could have done it 3,000 times after that. Either way, the outcome is the same, and I'm going to have you, you know, out of this household in 30 days or whatever the case is. Like, I would say still be civil about it. Give them, like, a head, not a head start, but, like, a little advance notice on when you plan on having them out. Make sure that you're in the right place to have them out and you should be fine one cherub said girl it's never too late to make him leave fuck cheaters amen silently build up a savings and exit plan until you can leave ditto next cherub asked i'm in my 30s and my boyfriend wants to take things more seriously but i can't commit i love living and being alone so i think there's no age that makes that should make you feel like you have to commit or you have to take the next step. I think if, if you are the type of person that doesn't want to commit, the last thing you want to do is force yourself to and then God forbid end up cheating or have some sort of like wandering eye or whatever it is because you were never ready to commit in the first place. So I think it's completely okay to not want to commit. If your boyfriend wants to take things more seriously, there's plenty of other things that you can do that are in between like complete commitment like moving in together or getting married and being boyfriend and girlfriend there's definitely things that you can do to show your commitment as long as it's not a tattoo please don't get a tattoo until you're like married or something and also of course have a conversation with him and express i'm not ready to commit to the point of moving in together i love my independence i love living alone i love the peace whatever it is and they should understand and if they don't then maybe they're not the right partner. Maybe you should be with someone who's also at the same stage of life as you. Here's what the cherubs said about that. Leave him or get an apartment where you have more than one room so you have your own space. Ooh, that's a good idea. Next cherub said, I'm so sorry, but maybe he's not the right one as long as you're happy though. That's what I'm saying. You might have to go for someone that's also at the same pace of life as you. Maybe discuss with your boyfriend that you're not ready to settle just yet and enjoy everything how it is now. Enjoy free life for a little bit longer without committing. Slay. 
great advice next herb asked my my boyfriend's mom took nineteen thousand out of his savings account without asking how can i tell him to stop letting his mom run all over him initially my thought is nineteen thousand. that that's not cheap that's a car you could literally buy a car in cash for that much um you could pay a down payment for a house that is not just chump change okay so i would literally file a police report because at that point you could take it to court and you could have the mom legally be forced to pay the son back but if you're submitting this question i take it that your boyfriend didn't really have a big response to it and you think he should um i would have a conversation with him and say like this is a really big violation of your boundaries you're an adult you worked hard for that money and you didn't give it to her she took it from you like don't you feel a little violated don't you feel like a little frustrated um and I understand that not every child is going to have like such a volatile relationship with their parent where your first thought is to like go to the cops about it but I feel like it would be different if he had given her some or like I know some children do pay for their parents bills um from time to time but 19,000 out of the bank account that is some serious violation right there so first have a conversation bring up the potential of like taking her to court or have a discussion with the mom and be like dude you're gonna have to pay that back like here's the payment plan you can't take your sweet ass time with it but you know, I'm going to give you a chance to pay me back. Uh, one chair basically asked or suggested having a conversation with your boyfriend to see if he's okay with his mom taking the money. If not, he needs to set the boundaries that he's comfortable with. And as long as he's not being disrespectful, um, he, need, he needs to let his mom know to ask next time. Yeah, that's a tough one. Good luck. I'd be so pissed. Dealing with people just assuming you're a slut without you even knowing in the first place. Okay, so I think as much progress as we've done in current times, people are still really judgmental, especially if you are hot. If you dress really cute and like wear crop tops and skirts and things like that. I think there's a lot of deconstructing that can be done here because there's a lot of judgment that comes with a woman who is sexually liberated which is weird because men are praised for being sexually liberated and if people are saying this to your face I would have a full-on conversation about like okay well what makes you feel this way is it the clothes I wear is it the makeup I use is it the heels I wear is it the the fact that I have a boyfriend or have had multiple boyfriends like what is it about me that makes you feel like you can use a derogatory term towards me even if I did have a lot of partners that doesn't permit you to devalue me based on my sexual encounters sometimes people will assume things of you and you aren't even like sexually active or sexually liberated even like I had experienced my mom personally like would literally call me a whore and a slut and I was a fucking virgin and it's like why because I wear tight dresses and skirts and I wear heels and dark makeup okay that's fucked up but like I can't do anything about that all I can do is is stay confident in myself and know that I'm not doing anything that's making me uncomfortable I'm happy with my choices and even if I was sexually active 
if that's bringing me happiness or you know joy or gratification I think that's okay where it gets into sketchy territories is if you're being like sex very sexually liberated or or active and it's just to make other people happy or you have like some sort of anxious attachment style so there's a lot of things to look into this but if people are judging you I would have a straight-up conversation with them and kind of de-strict deconstruct their values either way you slice it like people shouldn't be judging you without knowing you um one chair said it's confirmation that you're hot haters will always find a way to judge ignore them pretty girl no because literally that was my first thought i'm like oh you must be really hot or they must be really insecure or intimidated by you and so if, if it's like at school people might make up rumors because they want people to think of you low in a low way Next cherub said, keep your energy. If you're not trying to be with them, think what they want. True. You can also, also, like, there's not a lot you can do about people's perceptions besides having a conversation and trying to open up their mind. But, like, if they think something, let them think that. This next cherub said that she hates when people assume things and that the fact that you know who you are is all that matters and regardless whether you are conspicuous sexually conspicuous or not inconspicuous conspicuous whether you are sexually active or not it's none of their business and that is true need advice about confidence when everybody believes that i'm a weirdo at school listen i think i was a weirdo at school i had very limited friends i wasn't a cool girl i wasn't in sports i wasn't in theater i didn't even have a fucking group for people to pin me in i think i was just like a loner weirdo shy girl which it's okay because look at me now and here's the thing is like usually weird is is someone who they cannot put in a box or someone who they don't relate to and that's fine not everyone can relate to someone super amazing and a cool like us it's fine um but here's the thing is like when you take it out of the scope of like your small school or your small town how many people can relate to you in the world probably like at least one million people are similar to you you are not weird you're not like you shouldn't be ostracized you are not alone in this world. There are so many people that are probably look like you, talk like you, have the same interests as you, want to go to the same places as you. And I think you should feel comforted by that um, and just realize like the girls that are going to get it, get it. And the girls that are not getting it, they don't need to get it. Like you don't have any interest in being in the same group as them talk with your head held high and just assure yourself that you're not that strange there's millions of people out there that are probably just like you things that people consider weird and the things that people make fun of you for is eventually what people are going to love you for and the thing that is going to set you apart from the rest and even give you a leg up um there's so many times where like models got made fun of for a gap in their tooth or because they were too skinny or too tall or their eyes were too set apart and in the modeling world that's what made them models and that's what made them money and success and years later people come back to them they're like oh my god I always thought you were so pretty it's like you're a liar you're a liar so just honestly lean into your quote-unquote weirdness lean into what makes you different especially nowadays like people are 
trying to claw at whatever they think will make them different it's like we're all really the same so first off stop making fun of me because you're not that different from me but two they probably also want to be different too they want to be different so damn bad and they want to be unique so damn bad and it's like here you are being different in your area or unique in your area and they're making fun of you for it it's so like double-sided it's crazy one cherub said i was the odd one out at school do something outside of school that you enjoy meet new people at the gym meet new people take a class do things that you enjoy and remember school will end seek support if the people at school become too much good luck babes i love you and i am sending you love and strength you're awesome and just know that all right and last question dealing with toxic family members from your man's side they're always hating okay I actually said this on a recent TikTok live and I said that like people usually have their quote-unquote reasons to hate. It doesn't mean it's a valid reason but they always have excuses for why they're hating or why they are the way they are. And on the other side I think a lot of the times people hate just because they don't actually know or maybe it's something that's different to them and that's okay it's okay to be different um but i would just personally kill them with kindness and be so nice to them that they realize like wow this person's actually really nice or even if they don't they still don't like you that's kind of their right to not like you but at least they can feel guilty for being such a shitty person and they can keep it cordial um I think that's the only thing you can do unless you want to be super con confrontational and be like, hey, dude, what the fuck is your problem with me? Like, why are you so mean? I'm nothing but nice to you. I try to get along with you. Da 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 da. What's going on? Like, let's hash this out right now because I'm not going to live the rest of my life married to your sibling or your relative with you acting like a little piece of poo poo. Um,. That could be like a big plot twist, big, big main character moment. Um, but if you're not willing to do that, I would just keep being nice. That way, like you have your dignity intact. I always feel better when I'm nice to people because it's like I did what I could. If they don't like me, that's their problem. But I did my best and that's all you can do. Always be the bigger person. Kill them with kindness and they'll see eventually. Literally, literally cross boundaries equals distance boom like i said limit your time away from them have a discussion with the significant other tune the toxic family out minimize contact where and when you can and assert yourself also assert yourself politely sometimes people need to be put in their place or block them kindness is a killer and boundaries yeah maybe it takes it takes a little bit for you to get come on come on this dog is so needy hi papas are you in a podcast are you my first podcast host i mean co-host anyways so yeah if all else fails have a confrontational moment but do it with your kindness and your dignity intact um that way they can never say like oh she's a bitch like you can dislike me for many different reasons, but you will never be able to say she's rude because I will be nice. I could be a bitch, but I will be a nice bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right, Cheddar? 
Anyways, those are all the questions from the Cherubs for this week. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed. If you want to participate in next week's Ask Your Angels, and if you want to offer up your advice, make sure to follow me on my Instagram, where every Monday I put up a little Ask Your Angels story, and you can submit your dilemmas for advice on the podcast. And later in the week, I also ask for your guys' advice. Oh, before I leave, for this next season of Cherub Chats, I really want to use your guys' voice for the intro so you know how I'm like oh good morning cherubs and then you guys say good morning Heather I would love if you guys I don't know how I want to do this I don't know how to do this if someone has any suggestion please DM me but I would really love to have you guys submit your voice saying good morning Heather and then ah I think that would be so cool but I have a lot of planning to do for the next season but I am excited for what's to come and I'm excited for you guys to see and feel the impact of like such a well put together podcast at least I hope that's the case I don't know anyways thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and I will see you guys in the next one love you bye say bye chatter bye